0: Hello, and welcome to Conversating with Carmen and Christina. I'm Christina.
1: And I'm Carmen. And today we are talking about the new Netflix show, First Kill. All right. So this is a supernatural teen drama series um, on Netflix, and it is based on a short story by Victoria Schwab of the same name. And I have to tell you my personal connection with this is that uh one of the executive producers is felicia henderson who co-created the show soul food and who created and i think we show ran um the quad on bet well she was one of my professors at ut wow i'm impressed <laughs> i know i, I can start really working my connections here like how, how do i get on these sets
0: Wow. All right. Well, then um, I guess we better say some nice things about this. Um, (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, because I I have nice things to say regardless. You know, first, I just want to say that I'm really impressed that this series was based on a short story, because as a writer, you know, of course, I I write lots of different things in different formats. And so for somebody to have a short story that then gets turned into a series that's on Netflix, that's really impressive. So I love seeing things like that happening for people.
1: Yeah, it's true, because I, I feel like when I think about adaptation material and IP, I think short story is more fitted towards novels, I mean, to, towards uh, films, whereas novels tend to be more fitted, I think, towards um, miniseries. And so it's interesting that they took this short story, and I haven't read the the original short story. I don't know, um, you know, how it spans or like how much they just kind of used it as a, if, if they just used it as like a jumping off point or not but I just thought that
0: was interesting. Well, yeah, it's always interesting how something can turn into something else unexpectedly. Like for example, for those who know me know that I'm a huge, huge, huge Fast and Furious fan. And that originally was an article that was in, I think was like a magazine or a newspaper. And it was just like an article in a magazine. And then it turned into this huge franchise that's been going strong for over 20 years. So it's just it's nice to know that as a writer, it's possible that whatever you write, even if it's something small initially, can turn into something so much bigger.
1: This is a good point. This is a very good point. And, you know, and actually, when I think about, like, I you and I have talked about creating our own IP, and as much as I want to write a novel, or, you know, the great American novelist, you know, they say, I, I, I struggle. I can do short stories. I can do feature-length films. I cannot seem to quite get there with the novel. So maybe I just need to start focusing on some great little short stories that we can spin out and I was gonna say, well make art but make money.
0: Well yeah I mean this this right here is proof that it is possible. So all right let's get into it. First kill, it is a series and I I guess there's eight episodes total in, in the series.
1: Yeah, I think so for the first season. So I don't think, I think that there's, I'm assuming they're going to go forward or going to attempt to go forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it if it leaves open to continuation or not because I only watched episode one.
1: Oh yeah, and we should say this. We only watched the pilot. Um, we wanted to kind of be able to be fresh and, and talk about it. But if we like it, we can always go forward randomly. FYI I just was looking at the list of episodes like who wrote you know the um, episodes who directed them Eric LaSalle directed the third and fourth episode
0: well that's really cool because I remember him from ER I better not say that because then everybody knows I'm old because only you know an old person would be watching ER but yes I remember Eric LaSalle from ER so it's nice to see he's doing stuff still
1: I always just remember, because I never saw E.R., I just remember him as uh, from Coming to America as, uh, what was his character's name? The, the boyfriend who was all stuck up and, uh, with the soul glow.
0: Oh, was that him? Was, was that the guy who, who got up from the couch with the jerry curl juice? Yes, 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 yes. Oh. Uh, Daryl.
1: Mm. I remember that, that
0: scene with the jerry curl juice, but I didn't remember that it was him that, that played that character. So interesting. Okay. And then also, it looks like um, episode eight was directed by Salim Akil, who has done a million things, and then written by your, by uh, Felicia Henderson, your professor. Yep,
1: yep, definitely looked at that. Now, uh, Salim, that's um, Mara Brock Ali's husband. I think so. Yeah. Okay.
0: So yeah. All right. Cool. They got they got some uh, some people that we've heard of participating, and
1: the mother. Uh, Juliet's mother is Elizabeth Mitchell, who I, she looked so familiar, but I couldn't place her until I saw the cast list. And I was like, oh, that's her.
0: Interesting. Cause yeah. I mean, I didn't recognize anybody from anything. The only name where I was like, "Oh, I know this person is on the credits. It said that one of the executive producers is Emma Roberts. And of course, you know, that's, Julia Roberts' niece, Eric Roberts' daughter. She's been in a million different things. Um, but yeah, that was the only name I recognized. Yeah, I was actually
1: surprised because I know I went to the cast list I was like, wait, did I miss her in the series? But I guess maybe she's just producing and not acting in it.
0: Yeah. So that, I feel like that was an interesting choice for her to just come on board as, as a producer. Although I, I don't know what role she would have played if, if she acted in it. But um, yeah. Maybe the so, older sister. Oh, uh huh. That that could have worked.
1: <laughs> All right. So this is a story. It seems like it, it and I'm going to assume maybe based on the name Juliet that it kind of seems to be a Romeo and Juliet type love story between the two leads, Juliet and Calliope, or as she's referred to, Cal.
0: Mm. I didn't catch that, but it makes sense.
1: Right, because you have like one, you know, the house of the vampires and the house of the monster killers. And they're, like, star-crossed and, you know, Mm -hmm. two
0: houses alike in dignity. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then that's pretty cool that there's that connection because it definitely makes sense.
1: Okay, so we have, so did you, okay, did you like the two? Let's talk about Juliet and Cal because these are, like, the center. Did you like these two? Like, did you buy the romance?
0: No, no, not at all. Um, And so let me just preface this by saying that as I speak about this, because some of what I say will be uh, disparaging, I am only speaking about the characters and not the actors. So, so the actors, I'm sure, are very lovely people, but I am just talking about the characters because some people hear things and they get confused like, oh, they're talking about no, just the character. So, yes. um, Juliet, I thought this character, I, I was just not feeling, I was bored. And the series started off focused on Juliet and her family I found her and her family to just be boring I couldn't get into it I was just like "Ugh, this is just it's it was so horrible for me personally I just had to to stop watching and then I started watching again a few days later only because I knew we were going to be talking about this and there was Juliet and her family again I'm like oh <laughs> but then when it switched perf- perspectives to Calliope and her family I was interested. I was like, "Wow! Like this is so interesting." Like her and her brothers, and, and the, the family dynamics and everything about them was just so more inter- more interesting to me. And then once it got into her being the hunter and and that whole family of hunters, like the whole I guess vamp- Buffy the Vampire Slayer vibes, but like it was very interesting. And then that cliffhanger at the end where. Um, Juliet bites Calliope and then Calliope puts the stake in Juliet like oh my goodness now I need to watch episode two Um, I will say
1: the embarrassing thing is it took me entirely too long to realize the title like first kill like
0: oh wait a second
1: this is both of their first kills
0: yeah yeah I mean it is both of their first kills but one of the reasons why I really really felt like I needed to, to watch episode two immediately was because I was so confused like okay at the end of this episode y'all both kill each other so how does this series continue
1: <laughs> but I don't think that they do because like Juliet bit cow but mm. I think it takes more than just biting to kill like so I think okay so I a little bit that I know about vampires or at least vampire lore and I know it can differ based on you know what book or series you're reading um but like there's the biting to feed. And then there's like the biting to kill. And so I don't know what Juliet was intending. It might've been to kill, um, but I don't think that she also was able to bite long enough for mm. it to happen. And then I think with vampires, now she had, what was interesting, but she had like a wooden, I mean, not a wooden, a, like a metal knife or something. And I always thought with vampires, it was a wooden stake through the heart. Mm. And so I don't know if she hit in the right, place if she used the right you know instrument so I mean obviously they're not both dead or at least not going to stay that way right Um, so I'm interested to see if they they both botched it you know how that works
0: ah okay yeah you're right when it comes to vampire lore it is more than that because thinking back I remember I watched Interview with the Vampire here I am sounding old again, because Interview with the Vampire, that was the one with um Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Christian Slater, Kirsten Dunst, like way back in the 90s. But <laughs> in that movie, I think it was where the vampire had to bite the person, but then like suck their blood and keep sucking the blood until the person was like, pretty much dead. And then um they kind of bring them back by doing something or other. But yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I, because, like, I, I, there's
1: I, got to be a process because if not, I mean, yeah. you'd always have to find a new person. And like, vampires that I've always read about, have to keep stable of humans that they can feed off of. So, like, you don't mm-hmm. want to kill them. So, you have mm-hmm. to be able to feed without completely destroying your supply. Ah. Okay. Now, so it's interesting you talk about like not really enjoying Juliet's character. I will say that I actually liked Juliet. I think that like she felt sweet and cute and awkward, she and like bored she,
0: me.
1: <laughs> I thought it was cute. I do. F- I, I I wonder if maybe the issue was that they were trying to be maybe a little too precious with like the secret, hmm. and like maybe trying to kind of draw like this mystery of like the blood pills and the this and that. Whereas in Cal, because we now know, yeah, Juliet is a vampire, you know. Yeah, she's you know, gonna go after this girl. Now they can be a little bit more in your face and straight up about the fact that, you know, hey, we're a monster fighting family.
0: Maybe. I mean, maybe that was part of it, but I don't know, man. Like I really just feel like there's something about that character that was just like not interesting to me. Like I just yeah, I I, I didn't I didn't like her. <laughs>
1: it'll be interesting to see um if you if we watch more um you know how you feel about it I'm I'm still gonna say that I I see potential I do think that her yeah I I did think that her family itself is a little bit boring but you know especially now that I know the mom is played by Elizabeth Mitchell like I think
0: I thought uh, yeah I thought the whole family was boring and the other girl like the entire family I enjoyed like I I liked her brothers and her mother her father Person, the whole can, we talk,
1: can we talk about her brothers and her daddy especially the older brother and the daddy
0: the <laughs> were kind of fine. I definitely think that um it's a good looking family yes Definitely the a younger brother was
1: definitely. still a little wet behind the ears, but you know, <laughs> um, old brother and daddy was yes, it was it was nice to have something to look at.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very good looking. Definitely. Um, but also another thing about these two characters is the two of them together. Like, I mean, just based off of episode one, like I wasn't really feeling that connection. Like it wasn't really. I don't know what, it was just kind of, eh. Like it wasn't like, you know how sometimes you watch something you're like, yes, like I, I I want these characters to be together and I'm really feeling it. And I was just like, ugh, like I'm not, I, I don't know. Like I wasn't really into it. But
1: at this episode, and because I was wondering about that too, but then when we get to the end, I'm also wondering, is there supposed to be that connection at this point? Because remembered like Juliet seemed to like Cal or be attracted to Cal. Well, she and I that. That. Yes, she she definitely <laughs> was. But Cal, you know, was kind of cautious and friendly. But then we realize at the end it's because she realized that Juliet was a monster. And so she's playing right. into it. So I wonder if this is less about, you know, this instant connection and this instant, you know, bond that these two have that's going to be, you know, kind of tested and more of a you know oh no we're 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 more enemies but we're gonna kind of grow together
0: Hmm. but I don't know like it was weird too because when Cal was talking to her ex-girlfriend she was like talking about like yeah I met somebody blah 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 that's right she did say that but then at the same time you saw that Cal was kind of like on to um Juliet's Thing. like she knew her secret and, and in her mind it was like yeah like I'm gonna get you not get you romantically but get you like kill you because I know you're a vampire and so it was kind of weird that um you know she was kind of having that inner monologue of like yeah I know your secret and I'm gonna kill you but then she's talking to the girl the ex-girlfriend like oh yeah I met someone like uh I'm confused I know I see
1: you're, you're absolutely right about that yeah that that was interesting and, and oh yeah that's a good point so does she know what she is, but still is kind of attracted? Or is she kind of just downplaying and not really wanting to talk to her ex-girlfriend about what's happened?
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't know. But it, I, I thought it was kind of odd. Um, but one of the things I was happy about is if you look up those actors in real life, they're a lot older than those characters because um, <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, these teenage people they're doing some things like it was getting pretty steamy like my goodness I am glad these are not real life children like in real life these are grown up people
1: <laughs> oh but you know I mean all teen shows are like that you know like the joke about like teenage actors are really like 30 in real life but I know what you mean it can it can feel uncomfortable
0: right yeah exactly so I, I was glad that in, in real life these people are, are are grown grown they're they're not teenagers right real. so I was like all right that's cool because I don't want to be watching no children doing all that but um mm yeah in real life these are older people but um yeah it was it was definitely interesting the the entire episode especially I feel like a a huge difference than what you usually see with uh vampire stuff is usually it's kind of more male focused like the the Mm -hmm. vampires are are men and um because you know they had uh what was that um it was a vampire thing that everybody twilight uh-huh yeah so twilight the, the vampire was a guy interviewed the vampire they were they were like the main vampires they were focused on were guys or whatnot right. so it was interesting to see like okay this is a girl vampire um i mean as far as a vampire hunter i mean we already got buffy but i mean this is a, a newer buffy <laughs>
1: right and, and you know it's 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 different than buffy because now i didn't watch buffy but i think it was just her like here it's the whole family. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a whole network, you know, of, of, of monster hunters. And so I was actually a little bit surprised and, and interested to see how they brought in different monsters. Like they brought in the ghouls, they brought in the the vampire that, you know, um, Cal thought was the ghoul and then turned out to be the vampire. Um, so yeah, I thought, it, you know what, do you remember when uh, the dad I guess was out doing his monster hunting stuff mm-hmm. and then called the family and yeah. he was out there by the truck in the dark, just, leaving his turn his back towards the forest and i was like oh he's gonna die in this episode isn't he
0: that's exactly what i was thinking i was thinking like they're gonna kill him it was so obvious that that was a setup for a kill but then it didn't happen so maybe it'll happen in a, in a later episode i don't know but it's like okay he's not there with his family out there in the middle of nowhere looking like somebody who's about to be murdered
1: He's okay. looking fine that's how he was looking mm. <laughs> And I don't know, maybe it's just, you know, he's just that good at his job. He's just that confident that he can just kind of be out here, you know, and uh, and, and 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 be confident that, like, he's not going to be hurt. I definitely thought that he was going to be killed or attacked or something.
0: Right, me too. Because I feel
1: like that, like, from a story purpose, at least, that would have been the thing that, like, maybe gets Cal to stay a step up or, you know, have to, you know, no more games, no more, you know, playing around with, you know, you have to, you got to do what we're here to
0: do. Yeah, and that may have also potentially um, made it so that her character, instead of just like, oh, you're just going to stand here and be the lookout, but no, now you have to get more involved because this dude is dead. But uh, I guess we'll we'll see what ends up happening for her to get more involved because obviously I don't think they're just going to keep her on the sidelines. So we'll have to see how how that happens.
1: I also thought Apollo had died at one point the youngest brother remember because when they're out there and she's like calling she's like no there's a third one there's another one mm-hmm. and then we don't we, we see like a close-up on something and so i thought it was like the youngest brother like his walked to something but then he comes yeah. running out so i definitely thought more people were dying um, right
0: yeah i i, I kind of thought that was going to happen too so i was surprised when you know at the end of episode one all those characters that were kind of introduced as like main characters, supporting characters, they were all still alive.
1: <laughs> but I, mean, I guess because tonally, it feels like, I mean, tonally, it probably feels right. You know, this isn't like this. It feels like it has a lighter tone. You know, like this is a romance first. It's not necessarily about like the gore. It's not about, you know, it, it's not necessarily about all like like, this is not like Game of Thrones. You know, we're not going to have the Red Wedding. And you have not seen game of thrones yet no
0: i haven't but i mean i, I guess i could just assume that red wedding involves blood <laughs> okay
1: i want you to watch enough of game of thrones so that you can watch the red wedding and i want to watch you watch it
0: oh um you know i'm really busy so um, yeah it will
1: happen <laughs> listeners this is gonna happen this is my <laughs> new challenge You're going to get Christina to watch the Red Wedding.
0: But, yeah. But, okay, And one of the things that I'm thinking, now that you mentioned the whole thing with Juliet possibly being kind of a little homage to Romeo and Juliet, if it does kind of go more along those Shakespearean lines, in Romeo and Juliet, like, there were frequently, like, you know, murders happening on both sides of the families, and then ultimately Romeo and Juliet killed themselves. So I wonder if that's what's going to happen here year where like different family members on both sides drop dead because of each other they're killing each other or whatnot and then they're both dead
1: no that's definitely a good question i like one of the things i was thinking as we were talking was like okay if this is romeo and Juliet, like how close are we kind of following that arc and like who's the Tybalt, who's the mercutio
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh that would so, be very interesting because i think honestly i i would enjoy it even more if it was like another retelling of Romeo and Juliet because I do enjoy Shakespeare and yeah so I I would like to see that
1: now I'm thinking of like all the Shakespeare plays that like I could turn into I could I I could insert vampires into or like some sort of monster like I feel like
0: well I mean you could probably do that with any of them
1: this this might be our new thing Christina (laughs) this is how we're going to make our money
0: oh my goodness that would be crazy if someone really did just like do that to all of his stuff I
1: mean but think about like they did remember Pride and Prejudice and Zombies
0: I never saw that I never even heard about that
1: so I know I'm surprised you never heard of it but like so I didn't watch it because I don't really care about zombies but from what I'm, I'm told it's like pretty much just Pride and Prejudice just with zombies and like Elizabeth Bennett is a zombie hunter I think
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I guess maybe we need to um see what um I guess like there may be like IP where the copyright is so old you can now just use it and do whatever you want with it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shakespeare's definitely, you know, um outside what what do they call it? The uh common uh you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes, Shakespeare's right. definitely in that. Um, Jane Austen is definitely in that because think about how many God remakes people have done of Pride and Prejudice alone. Like no, people are not paying royalties for that.
0: No, no. And I mean, who would they pay? The 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 writer is is long gone. Well you I think you pay the estate. Uh, Yeah, but I mean at this point. (laughs) Well no I mean if
1: like the writer is dead and like they're still the book is still under copyright, you pay the estate. Hmm. Yeah. Um so one other thing I want to talk about that I really did like about this series. The opening sequence, I thought, was really interesting. I loved that. And I loved, like, and they had a lot of good music.
0: Yes, I, I did think that the music it was very fitting. Like, it, the music went well with, like, whatever was going on.
1: Yes. I, I knew I was going to like it when I heard uh, the Carrie Underwood before he cheats. And I was like, yep, we're good.
0: Oh, and, and they were, like, singing along in the car. Like, yes, that that is a good song, I think. Like universally, pretty much everyone loves that song.
1: (laughs) Oh, like it is—it is like the great and the best anthem. Because one, it's a good song, Mm -hmm. but like the way that you can just sing and wail to it. Mm -hmm. I put my keys into the like. I'm not gonna sing because I can't sing, but I will drive down the interstate just like singing on the top of my lungs. I absolutely love it. So I don't know if they're gonna put out like a soundtrack or a Spotify list um if any of you guys are listening you guys should definitely do that um because i really enjoyed a lot of the music that was playing
0: yeah yeah i agree the music was good and it it is interesting and unique and i i did watch the first episode i don't know if i'll watch more but um yeah it was it was okay
1: <laughs> i think I'm definitely going to watch more. I'm definitely at least going to watch, you know, the second episode um, and see how I feel. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Like it felt, I was a little nervous going into it because I was like, you know, horror and vampires, you know, I'm, I'm a little, little, little nervous about this, this, this area, but I, I really, I really liked it for what it was. And it felt like, totally, it felt like, okay, this will be good. It's just enough that like, I'll be able to handle this. And especially, you know, I'm a sucker for a little bit of a romance.
0: Well, I mean, for me, I really only liked half of it. Like there was two main characters when they were telling it from the first one's perspective, I was bored. And then when they switched it up, I then started enjoying it. So
1: I wonder if you will like it more once they start to integrate, because I do think it's how they try to do the, you know, okay, here's this first one. And then there's the twist. Cause I was wondering, I was like, yeah, we see a lot of Juliet. We see her liking this girl. And I thought that it was gonna kind of continue with her. So when they did that switch, I was surprised, but I think it worked. So I wonder how, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that's not gonna be the same format for each episode. So I wonder how you would like it more if it's as it gets more integrated.
0: I don't know, we'll, we'll see if I if I continue to watch, but I wonder why they chose to do it like that because even if they were gonna do it where it's like, okay, we'll tell the story from both girls' sides, if they had at least started with the other girl, I, and I mean, maybe I'm just you know I'm the only one feeling this way. Maybe I am. Who knows? But I just felt like her and her family were just so much more interesting, and they so, were more active. Yeah, I, I I I would have preferred to at least have her open up the show because then from the get go I'd be like into it. Like, okay, this is this is exciting and interesting, and I'm I'm engaged and and all that um and then it i mean i would have been kind of disappointed when they flipped it to the other girl i'd be like oh my goodness what what is this but <laughs> at least you would have already caught me
1: I, I wonder too like i said i i wonder too how much of it was trying to kind of like hold back or pace information i i or i think that maybe it might have just been more interesting if they had given the family more action like instead of telling her like hey you need to stop taking blood pills and come be a vampire like the rest of us if they had I don't know tried to ambush her with like a kill or you know I mean something to kind of like force her hand a little bit more but maybe that's also the point like that they were trying to make with the two different girls is seems like more active and you know um, Juliet seems more in her head
0: that's true Um, Oh, and one of the things I noticed also with the first girl, Juliet, um, it kind of reminded me a little bit about that that Red Panda movie, turning red. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. Because it's a similar thing where it's like, okay, you have this young girl who, like, her body's changing and and you know that whole thing but it's not just oh this is just a regular human puberty thing it's like some other thing that's like a family thing like people in our family have this special thing that happens when their body starts changing and so i thought that was kind of interesting that it had that little bit of a similarity to that uh, animated film that we watched recently
1: look at christina making throwbacks on it animated movie truly my yeah. work here well it's not done yet but
0: it's getting there. Yeah, my <laughs> goodness. If it wasn't for you, I probably would not have watched either of these things. But um,
1: that's why you have me in your life.
0: You know, <laughs> it, it is good that um, I'm being exposed to all different types of things. So <laughs> thank you for that. And and you listeners, um, you know, hopefully we're exposing you to some things that you may not have necessarily taken a watch of but you hear about you know how we think something is interesting and and you give it a chance
1: absolutely well as we wrap this up like I said I will be watching uh continuing to watch the show um you know hopefully um you know Christina will at least at least episode two to see if you know what I really just want to know what happened like did like with the kill like were they somewhat successful, or were they both too too inept to like actually make things happen? right,
0: yeah, I mean that that was definitely a huge cliffhanger, so i I definitely I would like to know what happens next, so maybe I'll watch or maybe I'll just ask you, but um either, either way, I am curious.
1: My answer will be watch the episode.
0: Mm. Well, you know what? <laughs> and let me rephrase. maybe I'll watch the next episode, maybe I'll just Google it, but either way <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> Either way, I, 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 I was interested in enough to desire to even care about knowing what, what the next thing is.
1: Nice. All right, guys, that's our show for tonight. Thank you guys for listening. And if you are interested uh, and want to find out more about what we're talking about, and I have a feeling that I will probably be talking a lot about this show. You guys can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Carmen and Chris, and that's C A R M E N A N D K R I S. And you can follow me, Carmen, on Twitter, and that's uh, at Carmen Brie, C A R M E N B R I E. And where can they find you, Christina?
0: And I can be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Miss Christina617. That's M I S S K R I S T I N A 617.
1: All right, y'all, until next time, bye-bye.